listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Picture paragraphs unloaded. Wise words being quoted. Pete the weakness in the rap game is sold it. Bow down, pray to God, hoping that he listening. Seeing niggas coming for me to my dream. Wait, to my diamonds when they glistening. Now pay attention. Listen, rest in peace, father. I'm a ghost in these killing fields. Hail Mary, catch me if I go. Let's get deep inside the solitary mind of a madman who screams in the dark. Evil lurks. Enemies, see me free activate my hate let it break to the flame set trip empty out my clip never stop the aim hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast i was rod and Karen. i couldn't help but hear the uh remix hell Mary lyrics in my head mm-hmm. when i was uh the dumb the hymn version yeah yeah i was listening i was come with me hell mary <laughs> uh, with me hell mary <laughs> read that hymn book yeah uh but yes yeah, the blackout test podcast we're here in the hazy on a tuesday and we're ready to give you guys some podcasting goodness of course mm-hmm. the uh show can be found on itunes and stitcher just search the tips leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air it's yeah. that simple uh of course um the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes and today's podcast is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel's the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com and you can get your first month free at getbevel.com slash tbgwt. That's getbevel.com slash tbgwt. All right, guys, go hook yourself up, okay? Because we, we really feel like there's a lot of y'all walking around and shaving out here and uh you don't have to look raggedy okay no you don't come on home just come on home uh all right let's get into it into this news um all right all kinds of news about lgbtq people okay today and issues affecting them 
uh an appeals court tells a judge to allow transgender name changes Good. starting off on a high note finally after years and years and years of doing this segment <laughs> a georgia appeals court on friday overturned a lower court judge's orders denying legal name changes to two tra- transgender men Columbia County Superior Court Judge J. David Roper abused his discretion when denying the name change petitions. The Georgia Court of Appeals decision said the appeals court sent the two cases back to Roper and directed him to enter in order to change the names. Roper did not immediately respond to an email or voicemail seeking comment. Now here comes the part where you're like, because obviously I haven't got to this or not, but is he going to do it? Cause you know, that's how the Kim Davis shit was. Like everybody's like, you gotta do it as part of the job. You gotta do it as part of the job. This court, that court, this jurisdiction, that jurisdiction. And then they come down to it and she's like, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. Just fire her then. Fire, fire right. people when they don't want to do their job. You fire them anyway. Else when people don't perform the task that, that they have to do. Right. Your job is to serve the public. You wouldn't be there if it wasn't for our tax dollars. And part of the public are people that are LGBTQ. Mm-hmm what the fuck is the problem like right. do you you couldn't get we would all and even the bigots would pretend to understand if she would have said or he this judge would have said you can't change your name because you black everybody would have tried they would like even if they didn't really like black people they'd be like well you know as a society you can't say that but when it comes to trans people it's like mm, don't feel like it you can't make me I, you know yeah anyway um lgbt rights group lambda legal last year filed appeals on behalf of rowan elizabeth feldhouse whose birth name was rebecca elizabeth feldhouse and andrew norman baumert whose given name was delphine renee baumert uh roper roper had denied the name changes saying they could confuse and mislead people who interact with the young men and could be considered a type of fraud in both cases roper said he would allow a transgender person to choose a gender neutral name but oh this is that person that was like you can why can't you go by ryan or something's like who do you who you you don't you don't get to choose my motherfucking name and if you're talking about fraud what why does it matter what the name is it's a different name why should anyone be allowed to change their name if the case is maybe you're gonna try to mislead people as if you got another name that's not the name you was born with right people, nigga that's what i'm paying for that's the service give me my motherfucking name people change when people get married people change their name so if you be like nah you just keep your baby name yeah you might fool somebody it's not like they were changing, like they were changing their name to like kill all the niggers jenkins or some shit like this is changing their name. Right. He wouldn't, they wouldn't change the name to hang them high, Bob. What the right. fuck are we talking about here? Can't change them to, uh, Rose. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-mm. Sure you don't want to change. Let me pick a name. Come on, Pete. Why don't you pick something neutral like kill all the niggas Jenkins? Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, the appeals court said it affirmed the denial of a name change petition only when there is evidence that the petitioner has an improper motive, including intentionally assuming another person's name for the purpose of embarrassing that person or avoiding the petitioner's own criminal past. I never thought about that. So, like, I could change my name to, like, Stephen A. Smith and then just start walking around calling people saying crazy shit and then be like Stephen a smith said it you know what i mean like i kind of agree with the nazis keep in mind this is Stephen a smith <laughs> yeah that's a good point um but yeah that's not what this is so uh ain't like they're taking not trying to find it like they're taking a famous name or nothing like that they taking mm-hmm. a, 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 another name 
and it was a unanimous decision so that's very positive uh the lawyer beth latrell said this decision solidifies an important right for the transgender community community and obliterates the notion that living in conformity with their gender identity is somehow fraudulent or otherwise a concern of the government yeah i bet you that first judge who denied it was a republican too of course you know mr keep keep government small but let's get all up in your bedroom and see what's going on um minorities and gay men who support trump say they feel excommunicated by liberals over their views and i'm supposed to feel sorry why uh that is a good point um i feel the same way about you like i do them white women mm-hmm no sympathy over here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga, please uh taylor a gay man who worked in the banking industry works in the banking industry spelled it out at the very start of short documentary called traitors the minorities who support donald trump oh the main documentary good for them i've had more christian republicans accept me for being gay than i've had left-wing people accept me for being a gay conservative 32 year old said mm, i bet you they white aren't they yeah, yeah you of course taylor was joined on camera by three other millennials who also fall squarely in minority camps but because of their politics don't fall in line with liberal thinking and especially because of their support for republican president-elect they said they face bouts of harassment and intolerance from the so-called tolerant left they say they're for women gays people of color but what they're really for is women gays people of color who vote democrat he added some liberals who disagree with his beliefs would scream and call you racist sexist homophobic bigot and transphobic i mean you are supporting a person that is racist sexist homophobic bigot and transphobic right so. right what do people expect it's like you support him that means you should put all the shit he stands for and people want to separate that and you can't you cannot separate that and is anybody looking at his vice president sideways because that's the man who want to take somebody like you and, and retrain you and, and because he think it's unnatural to live the way that you live yeah you know what's wild is when you talk to people like this and you're like so what is it that you support about this dude that is so good that you overlook the other shit it's always these general platitudes it's never like some well specifically he's gonna do this because he didn't give you one specific policy the whole fucking time he campaigned nope he had no policies he didn't stand for anything he changed positions on a dime like right to watch people apply some level of like logic to the shit that he it's just amazing to watch people do it because they don't have anything that they can go well he said that he would decrease the deficit by doing this this and right and it makes you look dumb and nobody wants to be considered dumb for voting for a dumbass candidate it's kind of it, and one uh tina 26 is the daughter of a former vietnamese refugee and saw the same kind of intolerance from the left that tyler taylor did uh and tyler it, did and it's funny how they go intolerance people go intolerance people kill me in certain situations you just voicing your opinion and people going i, I disagree agree with you and mm-hmm. that's where the intolerance comes in i guarantee you all this quote unquote people coming at them they're not not that they're not receiving the crazies because it's crazies on all side but overall most people are probably having a very general uh conversation with you but because they don't kiss your ass it's intolerant 
i don't know about that i mean people may have called you names or told you you're a bigot and sexist and all this shit i i think i just happen to think you are those things True. so i don't know that the tone of the conversation might it's you said something reprehensible and then people went you're reprehensible and then you get mad that's essentially what happens you know and that's the thing with a lot of people that have come from the like fucked up with a bigoted viewpoint they always paint themselves as the victim while they're crying all this victim culture shit like you're the, you can't wait to say you're the real victim of everything in society you know anyway it came down to the point like oh i support your first amendment right to free speech unless it doesn't apply to my opinion then you're wrong and you're a disgrace and you're a bigot and you're a racist and you can't just openly say hey i'm supporting donald trump yes you can openly say it. nobody stopped you nobody knows what freedom of speech is uh, no so they i got don't. to they it's like i'm the only one it's like i'm the only one that read the paragraph yeah, freedom a lot of people think freedom of speech protects you from government government freedom of speech protects me from saying fuck donald trump and the government came kick me down in and throw me in prison it, it i can say fuck pat mccrory and, and, and his posse and his crew and they can't kick my dome in and drag me out and throw me in jail freedom of speech is bucking up against the government and saying uh the government is fucked up that's freedom of speech the shit you're doing is not freedom of speech you got the right to say it and i think when people feel like they got the right to say it but they don't have to deal with any of the consequences and it don't work like that yeah people don't know what freedom of speech no. is i mean to see somebody equate like y'all not for freedom of speech because y'all said y'all disagree with me like people really think freedom of speech is not only am i quote unquote allowed to say whatever i want but everyone in my proximity that hears it has to act like my point has merit and they have to be respectful to it right. and they have to be nice about it and they have to say at the most at the most if they disagree the most they can say is agree to disagree they can't say well you know what you're I fucked you're up wrong. and and the thing is it count like people always do that freedom of speech shit but if you walk in my face and call me a nigger and i cuss you out and punch you in your face it's like the freedom of speech shit doesn't apply there no, did not. i did i get the police to lock you up and throw you in jail because of something you said not to mention this country doesn't even really have true freedom of speech in the way that people defining this simplistic means right you can't communicate a threat you can't right walk in, walk you can't in. talk about i'm gonna punch someone so in the face you can't uh you know you can't be like there's a fire in a crowded theater right. you can't incite people to violence people don't even know what the fuck they're talking about when they say freedom of speech no they don't people just disagree with your stupid ass opinion and then you went oh my god it's like i can't say anything no you you said some stupid shit and people went that's stupid and they, and maybe they don't want to be your fucking friend you know that's also a freedom that we have in this country everybody right. don't got to be your fucking friend no they don't um but yeah uh another person 21 year old portland state university student who called himself neil had his face blurred out in the video so scared right what, what are they gonna do to him y'all what's gonna happen to a black man that supports trump are they gonna are, is he gonna get lynched by the the liberal pc mafia you know they will kill you no. oh they so violent not 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 by the liberal pc mafia but maybe by the surrounded trump by supporters the, right then now they might hang you but them liberal pc mafias ain't got nobody's dog you get kind of like the other thing too is whenever like the trump supporter people are really nice to the snowflakes that go over there you know it's because you're a token like it's not because of anything you it's because they're only nice to you because you agree with them so how are you any different 
it's not like you're hanging out in circles with trump people going well actually i support the liberals because i saw what happened when you do that you get punched in your motherfucking face at them rallies you get people putting their hands on you and dragging you out so i don't know where the tolerance over there is coming from but it's not it's us essentially you're only doing what you said to other people well if i go over there and agree with them they're much nicer to me well no shit you agree if you go anywhere and you agree you, you're cool why don't you go over there and have a difference of opinion and see how it turns out then we can talk uh he says you get kind of excommunicated you get harassed your racial identity gets delegitimized they'll say oh you're not a real black person and they'll say things like you're an uncle tom almost as if they subconsciously believe that they're on some plantation that dog whistle dog mm-hmm but just because you're in master's house you that mean the rules don't apply to your black ass too knock it's like that, that's that dog whistle of black people that support democrats are on the plantation mm-hmm. democratic plantation eliciting that slave imagery you know cool um but amid all the noise he said he sees trump actually caring about the downtrodden communities that democrats long ago abandoned what? what maybe maybe i'm stupid well, all these promises and all this shit that people keep saying, I, I haven't heard any of this shit. Did, 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 did people just make up shit because all this, well, he gonna reach across the aisles, all this, he care about all people. Did they just tune out the past fucking two, two and a half to three years? Adrian, a 20-year-old major at PSU who is bisexual and comes from a Middle Eastern background, said he sees it as ignorant and somewhat racist to assume a person of color wouldn't vote conservative or libertarian. He added with a smile during his interview that he can't wait to see what Trump will do. Talu said his biggest political issues are the economy and immigration added. The gay rights movement is just like an arm of the Democratic Party. All the things that the gay rights leaders promote are just are things that don't affect us directly. Their whole careers are invested in the culture of victimhood. So when there's no one being victimized anymore, uh, they have to keep it going and make people think they're victimized so they can remain relevant or keep getting money or funding or whatever it is. uh let's see what else happened um billy eichner i think that's how you pronounce it but maybe it's eichner mm-hmm. um he is frustrated with queen latifah this is on uh gay star news when billy eichner played a game called queen latifah or brave person in 2015 on the episode of billy on the street he meant that you probably what you probably think he meant he meant to imply that the oscar-nominated actress is a lesbian who refused to come out publicly it's not like i was intending to completely obliterate queen latifah eichner says in an interview with vulture.com this week i think queen latifah is a very ta- is very talented i'm sure she's lovely but there's one aspect of her life i find frustrating and a tad backward that was what the game was about and i was more than happy to put that on the air because i think that is a statement that needs to be made who are you who are you to make this decision well karen he's billy eichner he gets to decide when queen latifah needs to put her business on the street um guess the race white oh you got it right on one try karen mm-hmm. um 
eichner has been openly gay since the start of his career and says he realizes everyone's life experience is different i do take for granted probably the fact that i grew up in new york city one of the most liberal places on earth with bleeding heart liberal parents who took me to see Rand and, Tr- and terrence mcnally plays from a very young age so my view of the whole topic is skewed because i'm one of the lucky ones with that said i do think if you can come out you should come out i personally think it's the right thing to do and at this point there's really not much stopping you from coming out of the closet as an actor he added what does bother me is when your closet celebrities say oh i just don't talk about my personal life okay but what about your 10 page spread in architectural digest or your multiple profiles in people magazine about every other aspect in your life i don't buy that for a second we're all out we're all on our own journey and i respect that but maybe reconsider your journey he laughed uh, he remained steadfast, remained steadfastly private about her sexuality. Some thought she might come out last year when she won a Glad Media Award for HBO film Bessie, but when she started as a bisexual singer and also executive producer, instead she dedicated the award to LGBTI people in her family, including my cousins who are gay and my aunt, a lesbian who raised me, my inspiration. She taught me how to be a loved person. So, yeah. Yep, Billy Eichner. Come on out the closet, Latifa. He decided. Mm, hundred. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's keep it going on racism and and uh, the intersection of race and uh, sexuality. A report highlights endemic racism in gayberhood. A new report has pointed as to a serious problem with racism and transphobia in Philadelphia's gay village women minorities and transgender people have felt unwelcome and unsafe in philadelphia's lgbt neighborhood for decades according to a city report issued monday black lgbt people in the city say they have been id'd at clubs have to wait for drinks longer and have to meet strict dress codes that ban athletic wear timberland boots and hooded sweatshirts well we all know what that shit is called for niggas come on now the philadelphia first for you anything else because that's what they see for they know anything about your sexuality you know the thing is i don't like the clothing shit is i mean obviously it's kind of whack but that's not the part that bothers you it's the it's that shit where they like get to decide when they look at you and they're just like oh yeah you can't come in with those shorts and then you see like a white person come in with shorts and you're like okay (laughs) that just happened uh why yeah, do you let that do yeah, that? They, sh- they shouldn't be allowed to have these fucking rules. They're, they're dumb. Um, yep. They said, um, now the Philadelphia Commission on Human relations has suggested neighborhood-wide training is needed to overcome racial bias it's also recommended venues hire more diverse staff to overcome racial racism issues felt by many in the area. Here's the thing. Is it the staff? Because I don't think it's the staff. Mm-mm. A lot of times it's the owners, right. and the ownership decides we only want a certain amount of black people in this club, right? Because we want to maintain a certain level of reputation, mm-hmm. and that means black people can't. You know, you can let five black people that fit the code in, and then after that, every black person just magically needs to go home and change. Um, yeah, it comes after the owner of the gay bar Eye Candy on Philadelphia in Philadelphia made headlines following being caught on camera using racial slurs. So you, played that on the show since the footage of daryl de piano uh was released racial tensions in the gay neighborhoods in philadelphia have boiled over and lgbt residents are calling for action philadelphia mayor jim kenney has now spoken out publicly about the community's racism it is maybe not as plausible oh wait it is maybe not as palpable as it was but it's still there said the mayor he we need to do everything we can as a government to hold it hold it up Businesses will now need to show best practice ordinance within 30 days of the report and undertake training on, training on implicit bias. In every movement 
change starts at the community says rue landau the executive director of the commission of human relations we want to know we heard you we want you to know we heard you thank you and the time for change is now so there have been previous protests there um around the eye candy bar um so yeah um ernest owens editor of philadelphia magazine g philly section has written frequently about racism in the neighborhood he says he's also experienced it when hip-hop songs came on people slapped my butt or called me hot chocolate very quickly i was reminded that even in that space no matter the fact that i was gay i was also black damn yeah it is wild uh the black and brown workers collect <laughs> so hot chocolate oh raindrop slap that ass oh drop top come here hot chocolate sexual harassment i don't give a damn who is gay don't touch me <laughs> that's great wow um let's see uh so yeah uh the black and brown workers collective have issued a list of demands to the city primarily the group have called the have called for nelly fitzpatrick the department's director to be replaced with a black transgender woman who many believe would be a better representative of lgbt uh black community fitzpatrick a white lesbian who was appointed in 2015 says she is committed to resolving issues whether happening at the front door at the bar behind closed doors none of it is acceptable if there's one place that should be a sanctuary is the neighborhood and it isn't right now well hopefully they're dedicated to change i mean you know y'all it's hard to be optimistic but hey maybe they are looking into it they had a report they had they found stuff you got to get training on implicit bias in 30 days i just wonder how much of this is profit model driven and how much of this is just old school racism driven where you don't even care about money because racism is always yeah, racism is irrational and illogical yeah it's had its own logic to it that mm-hmm. goes beyond i lose money i don't even give a fuck right right what can said uh all right um 19 ways barack obama changed the world on lgbt rights uh this is in pinknews.co.uk united kingdom all right uh so with barack obama uh presidency coming to the end it's easy to forget the incredible number of ways the democrat flipped the conversation on lgbt rights in just eight years one he signed a federal hate crime law the 1998 homophobic murder of gay wyoming resident matt shepherd sparked national and international outcry though uh uh shepherd was murdered for being gay no hate crime was charged that could well no hate crime could be bought a uh, state law did not did not ban hate crimes based on sexual orientation or gender identity the the case led matthew's parents judy and dennis shepherd to set up the matthew shepherd foundation campaigning for protections of their sons in their son's memory uh but it wasn't until president obama took office in 2009 so this this man was killed in 1998 nobody gave a fuck until 2009 uh with president obama the president yeah when he took office and uh and he signed the matthew shepherd and james bird jr hate crime prevention act named the honor of both shepherd and an african-american murdered by white supremacists and it was finally made law the hate crimes prevention act was signed into law by president barack obama october 2009 at a federal level hate crime protections for crimes based on gender sexual orientation gender identity or disability um 
number two over asking i mean overturning don't ask don't tell signed into law by bill clinton in 1993 don't ask don't tell was a poor compromise intended to prohibit military personnel from hunting and discriminating against gay soldiers but also made it an offense to be openly gay in the military the law which saw hundreds of soldiers sacked for being gay was defended by george w bush's administration that's how you know that shit was wrong right uh in spite of protests from military officials president obama signed the don't ask don't tell repeal in 2010 permitting gay and lesbian and bisexual people to serve openly in the military for the first time uh and a lot of them didn't even come out because they was like okay i hear you but i know that i still have to deal with people mm-hmm. i understand your law but people as always i mean what are you gonna do about people i mean you can pass a law but yeah you someone's got to enforce it three appointing a string of openly lgbt ambassadors and officials prior to the obama presidency there were no openly gay ambassadors and very few senior government officials who identified as lgbt Mm, about to go back to that too Democratic President Barack Obama has sought to counter the lack of representation by appointing a string of gay ambassadors to represent the U.S. around the world. Among gay ambassadors appointed by President Obama are Ted Osseus, Vietnam, Rufus Gifford, Denmark, John Barry, Australia, Daniel Bauer, Australia, James Costas, Spain, and Wally Brewster, Dominican Republic. Only men. Uh, under his presidency lgbt people have also taken leading roles in the white house from u.s chief technology uh, officer megan smith there we go uh public engagement official monique uh dorsainville and also appointed a trans woman rafi friedman gerspain as a top liaison to the lgbt community i didn't even know that last part Mm mm-hmm uh four defending the rights of lgbt people fleeing persecution 2011 president obama issued a memorandum Oh, wait memorandum uh instructing government agencies for the first time to consider gay rights when deciding aid and asylum cases to combat criminalization protect vulnerable lgbt refu- refugees and uh asylum seekers so before then if you were fleeing persecution for being gay which is something that happens all over the world uh it wasn't necessarily considered as one of the reasons you were fleeing your country like something that we needed to what? yeah i mean until 2011 it sounds like his administration affirmed the struggle to end discrimination against lesbian gay bisexual and transgender persons is a global challenge and one that is central to the united states commitment to promoting human rights i'm i I, without even knowing trump's plans that's definitely gone oh yeah without even knowing it because he's already anti-immigration period for anyone brown and i get i guarantee you're gonna be like stop considering that shit I'm deeply concerned about the violence and discrimination targeting LGBT persons around the world, whether it's passing laws that criminalize LGBT status, beating citizens simply for joining peaceful LGBT pride celebrations, or killing men, women, and children for their perceived sexual orientation. Under my administration, agencies engaged abroad have already begun taking action to promote the fundamental human rights of LGBT persons everywhere. Our deep commitment to advancing the human rights of all people is strengthened when we as the United States bring our tools to bear to vigorously advance this goal mm-hmm. motherfuckers took him for granted but you got these motherfuckers talking about i voted for trump Get the fuck out of here yeah i mean as anything when you're overseeing the entire country and by proxy in a lot of cases the world there's gonna be things that aren't perfect and things that right. fall through the cracks and shit but i don't know i don't see how anybody can look at his legacy and say he didn't try and say he didn't do shit get out of here yeah five overseeing the state department that defends equality around the world 
under president obama two successive secretaries of state hillary clinton and john Kerry, the u.s has pursued a policy of reform on lgbt issues around the world actively lobbying countries to repeal anti-lgbt laws and respect lgbt rights globally yeah i know for a fact they interviewed or at least the documentary i watched uh they call me kuchu they he he the united states is the reason uganda didn't go completely like we're about to just kill and imprison everybody that's gay because they basically said we'll cut off aid and that's the only like the law was about to pass it was just the, it, the like they intervened with on behalf of the united states and the u.n and shit and was like uh-uh y'all do this y'all motherfuckers are done right and then it was like well no matter how much money these christian organizations are pumping into this country it won't rival the money that the united states and the un are pumping into this country so yeah we can't we can't go through with with this shit the way we want to yeah people fail to realize there's gonna be a lot of fucked up shit because trump people are like well fuck y'all his two successful UN ambassadors, Susan Rice and Samantha Power, have also battled re- for recognition on LGBT rights globally in the United Nations. In a landmark 2011 speech on the, to the UN representing the U.S. government, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton told world leaders, gay people are born into and belong to every society in the world. They are all ages, all races, all faiths. They are doctors and teachers, farmers and bankers, soldiers and athletes. Whether we know it, whether we acknowledge it, they are family and our friends and our neighbors. Being gay is not a Western invention. It is a human reality but that's not the kind of person we want running the country both to say why Why would we ensuring uh number six ensuring health care coverage doesn't discriminate against lgbt people or people with hiv which also known as a pre-existing condition right like a see shit like that made me mad because when people a lot of people do not realize what fell under pre-existing condition which is the shit that they are in the process of stripping. Pre-existing means if you got have uh, diabetes and let's say you lose your job, then you can't get insured again. If you're pregnant and you uh, lose your job or you're between jobs or you try to get insurance, you don't get covered because pregnancy is considered a pre-existing disease. It's a lot of shit that falls underneath that category that people really don't consider that they stripped so that you can't be denied coverage. The Affordable Care Act allowed many gay and lesbian families the chance to receive a family insurance plan for the first time under provisions recognizing same-sex unions. The act made it far easier for people living with HIV AIDS to get coverage though the pre-existing condition insurance plans uh i mean through the pre-existing condition insurance plans tackling discrimination in the healthcare system against people who are hiv positive man that one it's hard it's reading this is like man i really appreciate this this shit but then at the same time you're like you're just thinking of what people are going to be losing like how you going if you're hiv positive like what do you do now you know like (laughs) they literally are sentencing people to death that's why i don't listen to people talking about give trump a chance and mm-hmm. all this shit and maybe he'll do the right thing like you just sound like a fool to me right what has he done what policy what have he said to prove that he's trustworthy all he's done ever since he's ran is lied mm. helping bring down the defense of marriage act 
1996 the law known as doma defined marriage for federal purposes as a union of one man and one woman barring same-sex couples from being recognized as spouses for purposes of federal laws the law was partially thrown out in the 2013 case uh united states versus windsor when the supreme court justice ruled the law unconstitutional under the due process clause of the fifth amendment the case was granted a massive boost by the decision of the obama administration arguing on behalf of the united states to take the position that doma was unconstitutional Obama Supreme Court picks Alina Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor tipped the 5-4 split ruling in favor of LGBT rights. Here's the thing. 5-4 split. That's how close we are in this country. It's going back. Of course. People are going to start trying cases again, trying to get back to Supreme Court based on the decisions of probably a conservative Supreme Court. I think Trump has already said he's going to try to nominate somebody within two two weeks or something so we'll probably have a very conservative supreme court within a couple weeks uh not to mention if any of the uh obama or liberal appointees um resign or retire right back to square one they're gonna read they're gonna hear some of these cases and and i i guarantee they're gonna be like well uh what do we got to do to get these motherfucking uh laws passed again you know you can't trust (sighs) i don't know talk preach to the choir obviously sorry guys um eight banning anti-lgbt discrimination among federal contractors across his presidency obama has consistently backed the proposed employment non-discrimination act and equality act democratic bills that would have outlawed discrimination on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender identity in all 50 states however as hostile republican majority uh a hostile republican majority has prevented the bills from becoming law in 2014 obama took the issue to his own hand used his executive powers to provide the most protections that he could the order prohibits discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity by all federal contractors providing crucial protecting protections for the first time not only to government employees but to those working in companies with federal contracts nine by the way when he has to sign the executive order it just makes you think about how essentially they have republicans blocked so much shit by just being opposition that they managed to make his work and his administration's work some of the easiest to just erase right because he couldn't make the shit law guarantee yeah. you a lot of the stuff he had planned on making law but we know as a people we really failed him we never sent uh we never sent uh democratic people to congress and and uh senate to support that man we just said go up there and do it by yourself you'll figure it out yeah and then blame him when he couldn't get it done right and, and when he had to sign a uh, executive order it's like well why didn't you get it perfect instead of like what what the fuck we didn't grant you the ability to do so and uh, when we put a republican in office they just gonna come in and erase all this shit uh helping bring about equal marriage uh obviously i think people kind of know this one um and this is one of the things where in 2008 he started out on that um what was it like the government the uh civil union shit uh and i want to say by 2010 he was like well shit uh yeah it's gotta be marriage equality um and uh he was pushed to that point um uh, which is good that's one of the things i liked about him is he was a guy you can push it's one of the reasons you can't push trump when people are hypercritical of him i don't really get too upset because it's kind of like people being mad at say disney movies where you're like 
but disney probably can handle that critique better than most companies so what what am i worried about i don't give a fuck like they'll either he'll like of the people you criticize he's the person that will listen and possibly try to take some of it into account right as opposed to these people that get super defensive and go look motherfucker i'm trying don't you understand like he never was rattled he was always on some like well if that's what you believe then let's do it this way or you know look if you think you got good ideas like join the fight like get in the get in the government get in the like push me you know like i'll do this shit um which i i don't we definitely not getting that for at least four years um 10 lighting up the white house is a symbol of pride um yeah i remember they had that seeing that picture on twitter and shit like that i mean obviously it's not a uh tangible thing of like a a law or something but i think it means something to have an advocate in the white house to have somebody that at least is concerned with these issues that lets this nation know that we're not going to be a nation that's afraid of uh lgbt people and, and the fact that they're americans and we should support them and they're america too and now i'm like but i, I don't see it happening anymore Mm-mm. 11 appointing the lgbt rights envoy in 2015 the president created a role for u.s special envoy for the human rights of lgbti persons appointing gay diplomat randy barry to the role to allow him to dedicate his time to fighting anti-lgbt legislation around the world barry has dived into the role head first making contacts across the world in order to try further the cause of lgbt rights uh envy the envoy told pink news just by being able to be to have these conversations to very consistently have an ability to protect to project those talking points uh and we've seen uh and we've seen great receptivity we have to make it very very clear that we stand on where we stand on these issues is not to dictate terms it's not to dangle carrots or threaten them with sticks but just to have very clear conversation on the human rights aspect 12 challenging anti-gay world leaders to their face in front of world media obama told the leader to his face i believe in the principle of treating people equally under the law and that they are deserving of equal protection under the law and the state should not discriminate against people based on their sexual orientation i say that recognizing that there may be people with different religious or cultural beliefs but the question is how does the state operate relative to the people if you look at the the history of countries around the world when you start treating differently people differently because they're different that's the path where freedoms begin to erode and bad things happen when a government gets in the habit of treating people differently those habits can spread as an african-american in the united states i'm painfully aware of the history of what happens when people are treated differently under the law 13 holding countless white house lgbt receptions the president has shown he is unafraid to personally engage with activists on any number of issues from equal marriage to transgender equality most recently held a transgender movie night at the white house screening the danish girl and an episode of transparent to an audience of trans activists the event was <laughs> the event was part of the white house lgbt artists champions of change series the pro- a program recognizing achievements of activists on a range of issues that's funny i just imagine now it's like when black lives matter show up uh is he gonna have like do the right thing like does he do this with everybody like just some stereotypical <laughs> movie that, that that just like some shit. <laughs> oh man but yeah i mean obviously it's gonna be awkward but you know that another thing I, I that's coming to an end 14 never forgetting to mark pride month and world aids day 
the president has in- issued annual proclamations le- celebrating june's pride season and december 1st as world aids day in his final final proclamation this year he said our commitment to combating discrimination against the lgbt community does not stop at our borders advancing the fair treatment of all people has long been a cornerstone of american diplomacy and we have made defending the and promoting the human rights of lgbt individuals a priority in our engagement across the globe 15 issuing a directive to protect transgender students uh yeah i remember this yeah when people start passing the fucking stupid ass bathroom bills Mm -hmm. uh under his order the federal government wrote to every school in the nation on the issue advising educators to take steps to ensure trans students are catered for and not discriminated against the letter affirms when a school provides sex segregated activities and facilities transgender students must be allowed to participate in such activities and access such facilities consistent with their gender identity right 16 leading the nation in mourning after the post tragedy uh, i know it might sound bad but that shit about to stop the shit gonna happen trump ain't even gonna he you know he gonna what? be talking about isis and shit that's yeah. what he gonna be doing or or he gonna send his press dude out there it was like nah nigga you need to dress this Mm-mm. and be lying and shit next time we have a mass shooting he gonna be like i ain't got time for that he didn't even go to uh what was it the um uh what was the last big military holiday is it um i can't think about it but when everybody goes to like the 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 uh forgotten soldiers and all that mm-hmm. shit and trump didn't he waste his time veterans day, I think. right he didn't yeah. waste his time going to none of that shit lead 16 leading the nation in mourning after the post tragedy uh speaking in orlando he said this is an attack on the lgbt community americans are targeted because we're a country that has learned to welcome everyone no matter who you are or who you love and hatred towards people because of sexual orientation regardless of where it comes from is a betrayal of what's best in us joe and i were talking on the way over here you can't make up the world into you can't make up the world into us and them and denigrate and express hatred towards groups because of the color of their skin or their faith or their sexual orientation and not feed something very dangerous in this world so if there was ever a moment for all of us to reflect and reaffirm our most basic beliefs that everybody counts and everybody has dignity now is the time it's a good time for all of us to reflect on how we treat each other and to insist on respect and equality for every human being uh number 17 naming the first ever openly gay head of the army uh he he nominated accomplished defense worker eric fanning to become the 22nd secretary of the army just six years after out soldiers were welcomed for the first time fanning has more than a decade experience holding army navy and air force positions in the department of defense serving in a number of high-ranking roles before his current high-profile assignment Army, Navy, and Air Force. God damn, it was all three branches. 18, making the Stonewall Inn a national monument. Earlier this year, he designated, he designated New York's iconic Stonewall Inn as a national monument. A gay bar and the surrounding streets are the site of the 1969 Stonewall Uprising, which is often considered the birthplace of modern, of the modern gay rights movement. The president explained, I'm designating the Stonewall National Monument as the newest addition to America's national park system and 19 recognizing elegy generous with a congressional medal of freedom that's right she is a a national treasure guys i'm sorry she rode on usain boats back i'm sorry everybody (laughs) okay it fucked with me too but come on guys shouldn't have picked on Nicki minaj's but i get it (laughs) but it's just so goddamn hard to hate ellen for me i'm sorry i wish i could i wish i could join you guys in your ellen hate but every time i see her i'll just be like oh she's she ain't mean 
that shit that way she'll learn next time she deleted the tweet and apologized <laughs> i don't know i guess we all have our one all right uh, anyway guys um that's 19 ways and i wonder how many uh trump's planning on undoing within uh just the first year or so i'll love him he gonna take that badge back from her too <laughs> i'm gonna show up to ella house uh i'm gonna need that metal player right uh all right um let's see do do one more african nation accidentally uses a trans woman's image for marilyn monroe stamp a transgender entertainer who is a dead ringer for marilyn monroe is threatening legal action against the central african republic for issuing stamps under using her image impersonating the late hollywood star jimmy james is described as new york post page six report as a renowned monroe impersonator who played her in a 1991 television commercial for an eyeglass company that's the image that her attorney mark j heller says was appropriated for the stamp so we copying and pasting for stamps you do that the stamp is one in a series celebrating a curvaceous actress who had absolutely no connection whatsoever to africa but images of celebrities especially dead movie actors are a popular stream of income for nations looking to profit on their fame yeah that's weird that they chose her as the act you know like as as the stamp anyway so they didn't want to pay the it's not an african person it's not so you didn't want to pay the real man of monroe's estate people. but even then i mean maybe they did i don't know but even okay. then it's still it's just i don't know it seems weird to do uh heller told page six although the recognition and inclusion of a transgender model in the collection of monroe stands appreciated the publisher has not only failed and omitted to secure jane's consent but he's also failed to compensate her right. heller tells lgbtq nation his client uses the pronoun she her and her, she her and hers and identifies a trans woman hopefully this discriminatory conduct will be atoned for and redressed by immediate compensation of jimmy james in response to our legal demands seeking reasonable remuneration so far uh the lawyer has not heard back from authorities in the republic the post reports there's been no comment so far by monroe's estate or the company that hired james impersonate monroe for the ad in 1991 so they pay her but the people who took a face with stamp didn't mm-hmm. right i don't know i mean well i don't know i guess the original eyeglass people gave her check they paid her but yeah the 2016 2017 stamps that's a that's a no right no go right especially you probably didn't sound like they didn't even ask yeah in other news world star hip-hop founder q is dead at age 43 died in sleep wow when did this happen last night monday night january 23rd uh he was 43 years old uh i I have video when they found him let me see if i can play it world star world star world star oh that nigga dead world star oh hold my camera the wrong way hold on let me turn my phone world star world star let's upload it rest in peace uh (laughs) Uh, SNL writer was <laughs> suspended uh, for making a tweet about Barry Trump uh, during the inauguration. By the way, this is what y'all get for watching the inauguration. Okay, that's your fault. Come on, you have to watch that shit to get your jokes off. Mm-hmm. 
uh twitter lit up with off-color jokes and memes during the inauguration weekend but there was one topic that really sicked social media into a frenzy baron trump president trump's 10 year old son attracted a lot of attention friday when he appeared on tv frequently captured on camera as he sat behind his father at the inauguration camera at the u.s uh ceremony at the u.s capitol some twitter users placed him in unflattering means others user other users immediately took such jokes to task considering they involved a kid who didn't ask to be in the spotlight and children in the first family are supposed to be off limits unless they obama's children what you mean because yeah they go they go after michelle and and uh i mean not michelle but uh malia sasha all the time like the woman came out talk about their clothes you know the uh one of them uh, one now that woman got in trouble for that she did now right she did but they you do people do go at them yeah I, off limits i'm like yeah see to me they are considered off limits but that just don't mean shit true somebody always gonna go every all the all the president's children and shit at least in my lifetime you gonna catch hell chelsea clean kyle hell is it right no but yeah i'm good. not yeah right. the the bush daughters were i mean shit there's entire episodes of like fucking robot chicken dedicated to them being drunks and party girls and shit um in it, it's funny but it also sucks but malia and sasha were relatively off limits considering but it's mostly because they were fucking excellent like it's right. it's mostly because they were above and beyond reproach for the most part you know uh, until last year um when the oldest one was like going to coachella and people think maybe she was smoking weed and shit like that or she's at a party where there was beer then people start trying to like find a way to like you know make it into something but for the most part they were stellar so there was not much to say in the first place and the people that did say something they you know it was it's that same shit like somebody's gonna talk shit about baron trump too and then people are gonna get in their shit you know but it's not like it's not gonna stop nobody that off-limit shit is bullshit it's not true but it, it's not gonna stop anybody All right um and and it's it's essentially I mean, the presidential office is one where you have to make decisions that decide life and death for so many different people and different types of people and shit. But essentially, you're about to have a president that says, my kid is off limits, but if your kid on Medicaid or your kid needs food stamps or your kid needs to be on your insurance, that motherfucker can die. So it's almost like triple iron. It's just such a level of just like, Ugh, how can anybody fucking look at this dude and like i understand the impulse to want to go in on his kid honestly i don't do it myself but i definitely understand just because this dude is going to harm so many people and their children and he don't give a fuck you know like he he's gonna mock people's dying children he don't give a fuck anyway um so yeah an snl writer uh katie rich tweeted that uh baron will be the this country's first homeschooled shooter uh it immediately triggered a flood of angry tweets uh rich is an improv comedian who was written for nbc's snl during december 2013 since december 2013 when she was hired to work on weekend update she deleted her account after the backlash nearly seventy nine thousand people signed a change.org petition for her to be fired 
uh instead they suspended her indefinitely from snl in the wake of the tweet according to a person familiar with the situation i mean is it a coach case suspension indefinitely can mean am i paid three hours can mean two years can mean next week do i get a check yeah it don't mean you ain't getting paid it's just indefinitely and a lot of people mad are just people that talk shit about the obamas and shit but now they don't like it because it's the other way right. and a lot of people that's defending it are people that defended the obamas but now that it's the other way they okay with it everybody hypocrites on that shit with that like because people don't have a line i personally am not standing up for no bullets for baron trump's ass though Mm -mm. or the trumps in general i ain't really Mm -mm. i don't really give a fuck Mm -mm. that kid's gonna grow up as one of the most famous people in one of the most like whatever houses people gonna come at him anyway because we saw how excellent sasha and malia are and they still came for them so it's hard for me to drum up sympathy for this motherfucker but um it's also hard for me to draw up sympathy for this comedian like you're not a victim in this shit either this is the high wire act of comedy and one of the reasons you shouldn't do it for free and do it on the internet when you know you got an employer that if the shit goes wrong you can lose a lot i don't feel no sympathy either you know i see all these comedians talking about freedom of speech this ain't you're not guaranteed to be employed no matter what you say on your social media i don't know where the fuck y'all keep getting this information from but keep playing you know a lot of comedians that don't even say or do shit like this were like ah this is a terrible joke but should she be fired well she got suspended for one one comedian compared this shit like to eric garner's killer like that's not the same but how the fuck we jumped to that conclusion of course he was a white dude just fucking stupid man white people get so stupid you know why we in this shit because white people get so stupid when they're about to lose a job right white people cannot handle the adversity that we have the highest unemployment rate as black people jobs all the time even when you waited out for things like education and, and and location and everything we still somehow somehow magically we end up getting our resumes thrown in the trash and get unemployed faster than white people and more than white people yet somehow white people cannot handle the idea that a job is not a proprietary thing you did not earn or pay or get that that job doesn't belong to you the job is a thing that needs to be done that can be done by many many different people and if your ass fucks up then you're out of one it's that simple in most places it's that fucking simple yet somehow when they lose a job all of a sudden the fucking whole world is unfair and you shouldn't be able to lose a job on this that and the other it's ridiculous right anyway i don't feel any sympathy for her um you know she apologized in the tweet and shit uh and says i deeply regret my actions and offensive words it was inexcusable and i'm so sorry and that's fine you know uh sometimes i mean i think you should stand behind your jokes if you meant it she obviously didn't mean it the joke must not have been that fucking funny right uh so that's it you know and yeah you're not you know you picked school shooting to be edgy you know you picked you know yeah you know what you did dog it's cool you didn't and you want to keep your job so of course you apologize i'm not even mad i'm really not even mad at this person it's just like i said it's it's just part of the game you benefit from it and sometimes you get hurt by it um at any rate uh apparently he's off limits uh 
Stephen Colbert will host the 2017 primetime Emmys. All right. Oscar nominations. Ah! Oscar nominations are out for 2017. Okay. You want to hear the list? Yes, please. All right. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that I got don't know, but go ahead. Nominated for different stuff. Um, let me uh, put it on Vanity Fair. Uh, best picture arrival la la land yeah there, i think there's like nine or ten of these yeah i think they said they had the, like the most nominations but go ahead arrival fences hacksaw ridge oh hacksaw ridge got nominated what the hell is that that mel gibson movie oh, he back watch mel gibson is back baby did you miss home. him karen no well he's back and he's ready to stay gone Mm-mm. he back now karen they don't forgave him he came back to hollywood and said hey he is back oh, he is back and said i left them pack of niggas behind me mm-hmm hell of hot water hidden figures Ooh, hidden figures mm, what the and hell? fences a hell of hot water i'm not gonna say a lot of this shit ain't never mind right thank you <laughs> i'm not even gonna waste no time thank you and the audience is precious time <laughs> la la land lion manchester by the sea and moonlight wow moonlight hidden figures and fences all got nominations that's gonna be wild when they lose out to la la land come on but at least they got nominated yup best director dennis villanueva uh arrival mel gibson hacksaw ridge who's seen this movie Oh, white people, I guess. People. I don't know. Damien Chazelle, La La Land. He gonna win. Uh, Keith Lonergan, Manchester by Sea, and Barry Jenkins, Moonlight. Well, that's good. Uh, Best Actor, Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield. Wait. <laughs> Manchester by Sea, Casey Affleck got nominated. Andrew Garfield got nominated for Axel Ridge. I gotta go watch Axel Ridge now. Apparently. Apparently, this is the best fucking movie flames. ever. Like Mel Gibson, uh, he done fucking undid all his uh, bigotry in one movie. Mm-mm. Ryan Gosling, La La Land. I mean, at least he was acting this time. Vigo Mortensen <laughs> and Captain Fantastic and Denzel Washington Fences. Wow, he got nominated. Captain Fantastic didn't win the comic book movie. What the fuck is happening? Uh, I don't know what Captain Fantastic is about. Sound like a comic book movie. That's why I said that. It does sound like a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Best actress, Isabel Hubert in L, Ruth Nega in Loving, Natalie Portman in Jackie, Emma Stone, La La Land in Meryl Streep, and Florence Foster Jenkins. Uh, Ruth Nega Black. I can see I'm just gonna be rooting for this, like, come on, black person, come on. Black yep, person. in every category we in, yep. I might not even watch this. Alright. Just that, cause I, I, La La Land gonna sweep. I can just see me getting mad every week, people, every and everything right, when the black they people pray, lose. I haven't seen it, but everybody prays La La Land, so everybody gonna act like it's the best shit ever. Yeah, I saw it. It was all right. Uh, best supporting actor, Marshall Mar- Mahershala Ali, Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Hella High Water, Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, Deb Patel, Lion, and Michael Shannon in Nocturnal Animals. Best supporting actress, Viola Davis man now that's the only one where i'm like if she don't win come on i guess naomi harris in moonlight oh she got nominated oh good for her 
she deserved that because I, I she got snubbed uh at the other award i was like for real mm-hmm. uh nicole kidman and lion octavia spencer and hidden figures and michelle williams and manchester by the sea so three sisters in that one viola davis uh naomi harris and octavia spencer mm. best original screenplay hella high water la la land the lobster manchester by sea and 20th century uh century woman best adapted screenplay arrival fences hidden figures lion and moonlight and best cinematography arrival la la land lion moonlight and silence uh best film editing arrival hacksaw ridge hella high water la la land and moonlight damn all this shit feel like the same ones uh best visual effects ah! deep water horizon dr strange Ooh, dr strange was good <gasps> the jungle book the jungle book was beautiful kubo and the two strings and rogue one a star wars story i like kubo and the two strings too but dr strange was beautiful i i think the jungle book should win that one that uh, category yeah because that motherfucking bear was real nothing yeah nothing was there it was just a fucking just that kid was real that little boy acted his ass off in front of nothing Mm-hmm. best production design arrival fantastic beast and where to find them hell seizure la la land and passengers uh best costume design i don't care Mm-mm. best makeup i don't care nope. only three movies got nominated for best makeup don't everybody oh. got makeup in their movies everybody got makeup in the movies dog what the fuck uh best original score uh best original song uh addition the fools who dream la la land can't stop the feeling the trolls city of stars la la land the empty chair jim the james foley story and how far i'll go in moana i think i think that's moana's gonna win i haven't even heard the song but i just feel like lin manuel gonna be up there doing one of them fucking poem acceptance speeches and everybody gonna be getting their life yes um best sound editing arrival deep i don't care best sound mixing best animated feature kubo and the two strings Mm -hmm. moana my life is a zucchini the red turtle and zootopia what the hell is a red turtle i keep up on all the kids movies i ain't never heard no goddamn red turtle yeah i haven't heard that two theaters it must have been a farm Straight movie to DVD? uh no pixar films for 2016 that's that's interesting right um unless i'm missing one i mean is zootopia pixar i don't think it is i, I know far finding dory was pixar right Mm-hmm. so yeah no yeah that's the only one finding dory so pixar didn't get a nom um best documentary fire at the sea i'm not your negro life animated oj made in america and the 13 oj gonna win come on oj made in america but shout out to the 13 and i really want to see i'm not your negro like for real for real what is that about james baldwin uh poet and writer he's he's a beast karen is that a book uh no that's the name of the okay but that sound like a book i mean he has several books though okay um best foreign language film land of mine a man called ove uh salesman time okay okay best documentary short subject don't care Mm -hmm. live action short don't care and animated short and i don't care all right so that's everybody we (laughs) care about let's uh move uh, on is it gonna be five hours because they have a bunch of songs and dance so it's gonna be mm-hmm. like the other one where they're gonna keep it pushing that's gonna be long well, i might not watch that and i hate them fucking breaks that's why i liked about the last one 
with donna glover and all the black folks won they was like nomination 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 commercial break nomination 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 commercial break <laughs> golden globes right keep this shit they're pushing i don't care about this song and dance mm-hmm. uh nc lawmaker has said that women marchers if brains were lard you couldn't grease a small skillet north carolina republican state senator joyce crywit uh crowwich anyway expressed regrets this week after lashing out at people who demonstrated at saturday's women's march <sighs> why you could have said nothing could have said nothing is free nothing. no one had to know nobody had to know that you had problems with that goddamn march message to the crazies at women's march if brains were large you couldn't grease a small skillet you know who you are she wrote in the message posted to twitter she later deleted the tweet and issued a partial apology i apologize to those women who marched for the right reasons i was only talking about those i described they don't they didn't speak for all women you know what happened motherfucker she know hit her up bitch i was marching now what oh i was ta- i wasn't talking about you i was talking about them other people uh, family and friends like mm-hmm. i said you talking you don't know who was out there at that march they might have voted ass voted for trump but they was out there marching <laughs> mm-hmm. you got some friends out there marching Come on. that's how we noticed some republicans was out there marching because of people like you apologizing by the way i was only speaking to the dc protesters dressed inappropriately and spewing foul language disrespecting women not respect representing women Johnny, they were marching in about all 50 states honey no i'm not trying to hear that mm-hmm. so what you're talking about them lgbtq people the latino people them brown people everybody but your white ass friends that's mm-hmm. what we say okay um north carolina insurance commissioner mike causey also god damn it my state what is happening <sighs> also came under fire this week for sharing a video of marches on facebook and one day trump got more fat women out walking than michelle obama did in eight years uh said a message in co- uh, company in a photo first of all that's funny you sound okay i was trying to behave but i was like that's a good one <laughs> ain't nothing wrong it was funny that shit was funny that you motherfucking racist but nigga that was funny <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good that was pretty pretty good that was pretty good <laughs> far be it for me not to give credit where it's due far be it for me to, to stop a good joke that is a solid ass joke <laughs> i gotta say uh anyway he later said this post represented a mo- momentary lasting judgment on my part in which i'm truly sorry Mm-mm. yeah it's still racist but that was funny yeah that is pretty funny scott walker insists that parents receiving food stamps should have to work at least 80 hours a week that man has guaranteed i guarantee that man's never been poor a day in his life he's never had a moment where he didn't know where the next meal was coming uh he's lobbying a lot of them probably work close to that anyway hold up number one how you gonna get 80 hours a week you know he probably came up with 80 hours because he's like just get two full-time jobs here's a problem with 80 hours a week the jobs that people get when you're poor that you're, they what, won't oh, give okay, you yeah, yeah. they won't even give you fucking 40 hours right so, so you, you really need at nothing. least three jobs right at and, least and, three and, and when i mean that i mean because like a lot of them are probably are working multiple jobs <laughs> you know yeah so. yeah but i'm saying you there's not a lot of poor people that can that are working 80 hours a week because you would need at least three yeah, to get 80 three 
not to count the transport between jobs they don't want to give you overtime they don't want you to get benefits so they don't want to work you past like somewhere like uh, something like 30 hours a week they don't want to work you past you gotta get the fuck out of here scott walker kind of fucking remedial slavery type shit do you want to institute do you work 80 hours a week at your fucking job just you know this motherfucker ain't never worked no 80 hours a week. you know he ain't never worked no 80 I hours a week close 80 hours a week and i'm gonna tell you right now it's fucking exhausting it's exhausting you have no time to do anything that's it else and that's at one job karen right that's at that's one at one job. job like if anybody has ever had like a 60 hour work week it's like yo that shit can drain you Come at on. one job you didn't have to then get off of the clock catch the bus across town to the next location and then work another however many hours there to get your 80 like come on man right right um, but yeah he, he says families would lose their benefits unless a parent with school age kids works or gets job training eight, 80 hours a month oh a month oh wait it said a week in the headline okay well you know what 80 hours a month isn't as bad uh many republican governors like walker and mains yeah 80 hours a week is crazy though. all right many republican governors like walker and mains paul lepage have tried to gut their state's food stamp programs to apply stricter controls to who has access some of these efforts have been thwarted by the u.s department of agriculture well they won't be anymore mm-hmm. the federal agency in charge of food stamp programs but essentially if you're like unemployed or something you're fucked so if you're unemployed uh good luck and you you, you can't get a job. job yeah you can't get a job you know if you're looking for a job too bad you fucked yeah, um that's how you gonna work 80 hours a week and you're in the process of looking for a job oh you don't even have one yeah you don't have a job how you gonna now you gotta get job training what's that is it gonna be like that thing we talked about where the state offers free internships will you come in and give free labor to the state to get your food stamps uh they insist oh, yeah, that instead of paying their employees overtime hmm? instead of paying they got them employees overtime oh uh yeah they definitely probably the government might not want to do that too the governor i mean it's like definitely cheaper to bring in people and make them work for free uh because they got to yeah that's what i'm right. saying you're not giving them a choice because i don't want to do your goddamn job they're not mm-hmm. paying me to be here the governor office insisted that the 80 that any sanctions for non-compliance will be partial only affecting the non-compliant adult portions of the allotment the statement is likely designed to allay concerns that children will be punished so basically we're just going to take the parents part but the kids will give you the kids food stamps now how is that logical you think the parent is going to not eat anything and then the kid you're just cutting the kids money too there's still a human being still needs to eat food whether they worked 80 hours that month or not they still need to consume fuel that's biological that's not that stupid they get ready to strip us of a safety net uh yeah so and once again it's that shaming of people without jobs as you lazy and you just don't want to work and everybody should be able to get a job and it's a very white thing to think because you've never fucking uh struggled with not having a job if you're white for the most part in the ways that a lot of brown people have where you can be qualified you can be not lazy you can be all the things you degrees <laughs> right and you still won't get a chance as opposed to uh even downtrodden white people often get a chance that a black person in the same position wouldn't get 
they don't like accepting that that's privilege they don't like recognizing it but it's true you know yeah it's 115 115 oh oh so oh one i got one oh did my thing freeze yeah, you're straight. Oh, okay. Black. And I'm frozen on your side? And you're black. My God. How are they keeping up with this show, Karen? I don't know, baby. All right. Um, let me start another okay. session real quick. Man, why is this uh, moving so slow? Am I doing something wrong? I don't know, baby. Okay, now I see myself moving. What the fuck? <laughs> and I lost you. Did you leave? Nope. I'm, in it. I'm over here with chat room oh and they just took me off all right that was uh all weird i'll add a new session then okay Mm-mm-mm. oh you motherfuckers <laughs> okay all right i'm putting cases on all you bitches huh you think you can do this shit yay you think you can do this to me you motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Mm-hmm. King Kong ain't got shit on him. I'm almost there. I'm okay. In this session now. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Going live, and I'm inviting the audience. Okay, you about to move us over? Yeah, I'm moving y'all over now, and I'm okay. about to. My screen changed. Okay. Yeah, I'm going live. Speaker getting ready. Um, just invite you on screen. I'm hitting the live button. Now. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, in a lot of ways, they're shaming people uh, because they do want you to have that stigma of you're not, you're not, you're not employed or you're underemployed, and that's your fault because you're just a lazy American and you deserve yeah. to feel bad and you shouldn't eat your kids should eat so we you don't get nothing nothing this week or this month like only your kids get benefits which as a human being you're gonna feed yourself so essentially your kids get less you get less everybody gotta get less that month because scott walker decided not to mention the vast majority of people that are getting benefits are working so yes they are most of this will be completely ineffectual many people will not be cut off and then you'll like only the most the people who need it the most will be cut off many people won't be cut off but you get to look like a badass hardcore conservative because you were able to say ah i told those poor motherfuckers you gonna earn your keep around him mm-hmm. and in reality you're talking to your own people because white people are owning the services more at a proportion to the group than anybody else yeah it's that whole i don't like obamacare but i'm on the affordable care act shit right and all they're gonna do is blame niggas instead of looking at you like motherfucker you cut my services off Mm -hmm. uh yep oh indiana lawmaker also got in trouble for calling women fat at a at the march man they really brought out the worst in some some idiots 
south dakota lawmakers declared a state of emergency to force a repeal of a voter imply a voter imposed ethics law lawmakers in south dakota are invoking emergency powers to overturn an anti-corruption law that is passed by a ballot measure uh during the 2016 election so the people actually voted for this south dakota government accountability and anti-corruption act makes it illegal for lawmakers to receive more than a total of 100 dollars annually from lobbyists in the form of any compensation reward employment uh gift honorarium beverage meal food or any other thing of value made or given directly or indirectly that's why they mad because they were like motherfuckers y'all can't be just taking this shit to persuade your ass it don't matter they're gonna get around it anyway but hey yeah and now you get to see how dirty your politicians are and how hopeless the whole thing is because they couldn't wait to grant emergency powers to be like mm-mm we ain't doing this and y'all, y'all ain't looking in my it. pockets at least y'all got the vote on it shit we didn't get the vote on the bullshit they pulled here the law which well this is worse to me this is you voted on it and then they overturned it right this is even worse the law which was passed by a majority of voters in november immediately incited panic among state officials and lawmakers some resigned from their post while others canceled meetings with any group represented by lobbyists because y'all was on that fuck shit y'all was doing some bullshit and people want to know that that government isn't influenced by lobby but this, nothing tells you how much it is than this people quitting and shit rather than face the idea that they can be called to the carpet for all the money and shit they've taken right and everybody that was in there voting and all that shit if y'all smart y'all vote their asses out of office because they're giving you trips all kinds of shit right lawmakers who are found guilty of violating the act face a thousand dollars in fines and up to one year in prison according to a statement from the advocacy group represent south dakota represent south dakota lawmakers are now trying to use their emergency powers to bypass normal check and balance checks and balances mm-hmm. and repeal america's first statement uh anti-corruption act in an unprecedented maneuver state lawmakers are pl- planning to declare a state of emergency so their their repeal of the anti-corruption act would take effect immediately and deny voters their right to another vote on the measure through a veto referendum the bill guts all of the act's provisions including the creation of an independent ethics commission limits on lobbyist gifts to politicians tougher penalties for bribery stronger pr- transparency and a two-year ban on politicians becoming lobbyists when they leave the office right but you but and, and it's funny though when when people go let's restrict your shit everybody's panicked but you can go let's restrict your shit and that's cool though because it doesn't directly affect you let's cut off your medicaid let's cut off your medicare let's cut off your food stamps let's lower your unemployment let's make it tougher to find jobs you know we're not going to help you that's cool though but the second people are like all right you know what we don't like what you doing everybody fucking panics and want to call these behind the door closed door meetings that can't nobody attend to and basically strip the shit because it affects you now mm-hmm. i agree with the voters fuck y'all mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into some other stuff mm-hmm. um let's play a little bit of uh you know what let me where is it at there, uh, nope that's not it yeah a little fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're We're just just fucking with fucking with black people people. that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play the game we go out around the globe we find different articles and make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's get into it uh chrisette michelle is back in uh back in the news Mm -hmm. or as i call her sis het michelle oh lord 
uh i have an opportunity to get in front of those people who don't seem to understand who they're talking to and show them what we look like she Mm -hmm. said they know what you look like baby black Mm -hmm. right so uh you ain't saying that you singing you're not coming making a political statement or anything baby you just performing a song Mm-hmm. i'm just getting up there to tap dance that's it i didn't even think to say no it didn't cross my mind the first thing i thought was i have an opportunity to get in front of those people who don't seem to understand who they're talking to and show them what we look like i felt automatically committed to making sure that i stood up for the women who felt disrespected and the minorities who felt disrespected communities that felt they weren't being heard or understood i thought that it was almost my responsibility to not just say yes but to say yes with a purpose so that was my reasoning and no i didn't think twice about it uh i'm gonna tell you right now i happen to know who you are there's a lot of fucking people that went who like like i literally seen that who all across facebook and all posted was like bitch who's this and us are if he could have got who he wanted to get you would not have been nowhere on his agenda baby he went a okay plan b okay plan c okay okay d okay e okay f and G, like 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 he yeah. went to you because he blacked out all the names everybody else turned him down he like even people. the one that got kicked out of destiny child damn right but like this i can't even get a cover of the cover band or the group that i originally wanted to play shit what about the pips you know shit like the boys what about heavy d and the boys what about the boys they still alive right they were like what yeah. about heavy d's corpse can you just put that on the mm-hmm. stage right she act like he was she was the first pick sweetie right. no it's only one song i wanted to hear her sing in the first place because a nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy you understand that's what i wanted to hear her saying <laughs> i would have i would have forgiven her everything uh <laughs> the music stopped playing and she was just like because if a nigga cut me off i'm gonna fuck crazy i was like oh <laughs> she doing it <laughs> anyway oh uh, yeah she should start singing a strange fruit and then bust out with that when they turned the microphone off she also addressed rumors she accepted a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar fee for her performance I recently spoke at Harvard University about how we can use art for change. I sat with a lot of different people in politics to see what could happen. So when I got the offer to sing at the Niagara Ball, the only thing I thought of was what I could do to fix this. We sit in an offer for how much we charge, and they said, well, we don't have that. And the first thing I thought was, that's how I say for Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, free of charge. This is not a money thing. What the fuck is it then? So she, she did that shit for free? Oh, sister 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 no sister no oh no now who did she propose uh, for free she did barack obama michelle obama she say she sang for them for free i don't know what she was invited to i don't remember her inauguration yeah. uh, but she sang for this nigga for free listen mm-hmm. i was willing to let a lot of things slide yeah now barack and michelle is a whole nother thing but mm, you charge me i'm, I'm charging Ooh. you i was letting a whole lot of shit slide dog but uh uh-uh because uh-uh we can't no we we can't be you can't be singing for them for free i hope the room was true and you just lying i really hope you got your coins 
it just yeah, ain't you, you got roasted for nothing then baby yeah it, it, it really ain't worth it for yeah, free they're gonna roast you and, and honey at least cash out that paycheck right come on now this is i know and, and a little bit of fans you do have a lot of them next time your shit come out is it's gonna go uh triple aluminum four because ain't nobody gonna buy that shit mm-hmm. what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy originally i was she said she also had frustration because she didn't get to meet trump what so who who the hell was you singing to then (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker if i'm gonna get roasted i'm singing to your ass they ain't gonna drag me across social media and i don't get to see north i think she's saying to she may have sang to him she just didn't get to meet him Oh, okay originally i was supposed to perform directly after his first speech i had done that with barack obama before so i was using what what is she, did she sing at the inauguration i just don't know guys y'all let me know right I'm, maybe your boy's ignorant i don't really watch inauguration she must have sung got an after party or something because i didn't see her now i seen aretha franklin i had done that with barack obama before so i was used to that kind of experience and the woman who organized the event came and told me now you're going to go first and he's going to go after you i looked in the eye and said my family has disowned me if you decide to google me you'll see that america is writing well, america is writing about me in their newspapers i'm the black poster child for discord right now and he's not going to shake my hand so no i didn't get to meet him because you don't respect your black ass um yeah said uh so no i didn't get to meet him i know he has a lot of other things going on i didn't don't know if like barack and michelle he's listening to my album or oh 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 he probably ain't ever heard of you <laughs> like i'm trying he never heard of you they was he was like get somebody black in here i, I bet you that's what he said get somebody black in here and she was the only one that said yes yeah if he would have ever saw her he you make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich Mm-hmm. yep yeah so she know people were mad at her Mm-hmm. right of course of course mm-hmm. but, and you know what and you know it's gonna be a problem because you know what you already knew you were gonna do this shit and you didn't say nothing until the fucking day before so you ain't get to meet the president boo uh, six, seven, eight. are you pressed are you mad are you upset are you sad in the big let me give you a hug cause you act like nobody shows you love what happened boo what happened to go up there to talk making changes to, to be heard to show them the people mm, for free this dick ain't free Mm-mm. a lot of other people didn't get paid guess what they ain't take their asses up there either she says uh that he's listening to my album that i'll be on the summer, his summer playlist so i don't want to take it that way i'd rather be optimistic and think they'll come they'll come another chance 
where i could talk to him but i definitely did take the time to meet as many as sixty thousand people in the room as i could that night and begin to exchange information and there were a lot of people well that's what you was there for then networking and there are a lot of people excited to sit down and talk who worked on his campaign because they're trying to make you a token child sweetie they seen you getting roasted too says she's also working on a television series called no political genius i'm working on a television series called no shit uh <laughs> which she describes as taking on the mission of speaking to congressmen and women elected officials all around the country and then speaking to people just like me who don't understand what they're talking about bring them bring them out our questions and go get some answers on how we can move forward that sounds, sounds like the crazy. dumbest shit i've ever heard in my motherfucking crazy, life baby oh that's I feel, oh. so, I feel so bad for you because like i said it's a lot of people you were nowhere on their radar and this right here is not gonna make them listen to your music and it's one of them things where uh it's fucking with your money because you put like this you trump didn't pay you and neither did spike lee yeah after hearing so that you, so it's two paychecks you what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You just said... What? On your soul, boo-boo no you really let him play you you should have known when you showed up and it said the inigro ball you should have known <laughs> but you fell for that dumb shit you should have known when you went in and seen the colored bathrooms <laughs> <laughs> when pharrell started playing when you tried to take a pee you should have known this is racism <laughs> oh god girl why why Oh, I was rooting for you. We was all rooting for you. <laughs> Shit. I'm not gonna play your music no more. Oh man, God! And she puts on a great live concert too. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. She don't care. No, she apparently she don't care about my polar feelings. Mm-mm-mm. She's sitting up there like I am a young black rich. If that don't let you know that America understand black matter these days, I don't know what it is. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matter, especially to my. Ricky Smiley responds to his son's disgusting black women are unattractive comments. What? What? What's happening, Ricky Smiley? Uh, so apparently. On a recent episode of Ricky Smiley for Real, his 15-year-old daughter Malik was seen going on a blind date with a black girl when his cousin, who set him up on the date, asked him how it was going. Malik told him he wasn't feeling it because uh, he doesn't find black girls attractive. Her face said, Malik, black females are not, ooh, that females. Black females are not attractive to me. I look, I look at them like my sisters. I went to an all white school. Sometimes people have different tastes. I don't have a taste for her. Huh. Some, some, somebody 
a, a young hotep <laughs> hotep in training you you better get him while young and break it out of his spirit baby hotel uh, uh uh internship right you better get a hold of him and say i, I mm-mm, and be like boy if you don't get that hotel shit the fuck out my house i know the hotels is proud you know starting them off young they're like yes that's what i'm talking about get these negro bed winches out of here ricky smiley went on twitter and said and for the record the producer told my son uh that to make the statement about black women uh he also apologized uh on the air so oh they is this a clip of it why is it so quiet is the whole thing gonna be this quiet oh how do you skip forward in this damn this ain't got like a whole ass show for real uh it's too quiet i can't play the audio it's too quiet no problem anyway he said he was highly disappointed a fan asked him about it and he said i don't like i didn't like it i raised pure hell about it there was no resolution and i'm still pissed uh he said it really pissed me off um uh then on the morning show he accused the producers of having an agenda and he's vowing that the comments like that will never happen again last week my son coincidentally texted me and said dad i made a mistake he said he's getting blowed up on social media because of his statement and not being attracted to black women sometimes people will get into a situation with a certain agenda if our target audience is black women why would we have that air i was pissed malik also called in and said that his response was scripted and he didn't mean it i really did not mean it that way uh malik said he gives me a script and i say exactly what's off the script they told me to say that i did not say that they must have cut this out i said that i had bad experiences with a lot of black females and i just want to try something different copied exactly what they told me to say even even that's that fucked up that yeah. also i mean i mean it's, okay so your reality show is scripted cool but um that even that version of just i've had experience bad experience with black females and they they told me what to say is still kind of still fucked up and you even as a teenager you didn't know that that was wrong i don't believe you i don't believe it it's something y'all got that backlash and then was like oh gotta gotta did you blame somebody did you fire the producer you know like i mean because right shouldn't the producer lose their job did you name who the producer was they would if they worked for me you know um baby i don't believe you 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 said some fucked up shit you got called out on it everybody panicked your daddy trying to cover cover his ass to try to protect your ass is this supposed to be just a storyline anyway i forgot to chris had uh chris had myself 100 for me 100 and then ricky smiley and his son what about that about 100 100 for me as well viola davis became the first black actress to receive three oscar nominations wow yep zero to a hundred a hundred why is she the first oh you tell me <laughs> all these other niggas been acting for years get the fuck out of here a hundred <sighs> i'm sorry a hundred it's okay that's that's exactly what i was thinking because i was like i thought everybody was gonna be like zero yay and i'm like the first <laughs> what happened no no other niggas knew how to act no other no other oh man 
all right let's uh let's start winding down guys okay tv is back and we have things to to get into mm-hmm. um so why don't we do some uh some white people news guys uh how about this one <laughs> start white people news out without first going to that's y'all man <laughs> well we talk about y'all's president donald trump he ain't my president mm, black people ain't vote for that man mm-hmm. y'all did that white folks melania trump supported her husband's racist birtherism claims on tv yeah old clip surfaced from i want to say 2011 uh yeah april 20th 2011 she appeared on the joy Behar show and backed up her husband's allegations that obama wasn't born in the state of hawaii like live birth records suggest so a woman that wasn't born in america that has an accent uh had no problem going on tv and spewing that racist bullshit what is this with the birth certificate obsession did he ask to see yours when you met him I mean, I needed to put mine anyway, because if you want to become an American citizen, you need to put the the birth certificate. I have a birth certificate from Slovenia. Uh And do you want to see President Obama birth certificate or not? I've seen it. It's not the birth certificate. Well, it's a a certificate of live birth, which they get. But Melania, if they... If he insists on what he's saying, then no one in Hawaii can ever run for president because they all get the same live birth certificate. Well, but they need Beth to have... Miller is finished, for example. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have, and in one way, it will be very easy if President Obama just show it. And because it's not, only, it's not only Donald <laughs> who wants to see it. It's American people who voted for him and who didn't vote for him. They want to see that. But it's on display in Chicago. We've seen it on the internet. We've seen it. It's, it's not the same as yours, but, but it's a certificate of live birth. Well, I, uh, we feel it's, it's different than, you know, birth certificate. All right. Well, I think you should give it up at this well, it's point. Well, it's not him that it's bringing up. It's the media all the time, all the time. His points are really about bringing back the... Keep in mind, this is a man who had a press conference multiple press conferences about obama's birth certificate and even at one point switched it to obama's grades from college jobs 
economy, mm -hmm. um, uh, health care, all the stuff. But, you know, they, they leech on that one issue and they're going on and on and on. Because they don't, because they think that he's being obsessive about it. And no, then it's he's not. He's more obsessed about, no, I would not say obsessed. He's very passionate about the country to doing well mm -hmm. and to, you know, to be what it was once before. Because can you imagine next generation, the children, our children, how they will do in the, it's just going down, down, down. Well, we were doing. Okay. Uh, that's 2011. Just wanted, want people to understand that. Um, there are people at the march for Women's March, uh, some people holding up signs about free Melania. There are people who took a clip from the inauguration where he turned around and looked at her and, uh she smiled and then he turned back and then she got serious again um and they were like oh she's clearly getting abused he's beating her and all this shit um i can't help but think a lot of people trying to feel this way to put some pathology behind this idea that she could never willingly participate in this racism and bullshit you know um we've heard stories of donald trump being a predator we've heard stories of him being abusive you know who else we heard stories about though in that situation um uh captain jack sparrow johnny depp and how he beat up um amber heard but his current wife his daughter other women he was in relationships with were like he never touched me uh i don't know what she's talking about um we don't know that this woman's being abused and in interjecting that to one detract from her complicity two to kind of strip her of her agency and then three to save her out of some weird like i like 53 percent of white women ain't vote for this nigga like like multiple what like white women don't sleep with dudes like donald trump every goddamn day that got money and fucked up bigoted views because at the end of the day and i don't know how many times we have to go through this but that whiteness even as that male white privilege as a provider it protects the whole house yes sir so in a lot of cases even when it's against their own rights such as planned parenthood and shit Abortions. they sitting right next to these dudes and and the thing is people keep going with donald trump all those people on those platforms believe that shit mm -hmm. all the people that shared that stage with him during those republican debates believe that shit all of them married to women women go along with this shit when they feel like but it don't it don't it's not it won't happen to me you know oh sure my man's talking about i can't get abortion but we rich we'll find a way if we need to i'm past abortion age anyway or he's gonna take care of me so we can have nine kids together like it don't matter to us we can adopt new kids we got money we're taken care of they're not even thinking about that shit so i'm not until and unless she were to say something otherwise i'm not gonna try to take a bullet from melania trump or stand in front of her on some like mm -hmm, yep that's right y'all y'all won't be talking about her because you don't know and the people talking about free her and she's clearly he's making her say shit if that makes you sleep better at night fine what i know is there's a lot of smile in your face ass go vote for donald trump people in your family and your life and in your friends and your circles and all the places you travel and a lot of them look like white women so good luck trying to figure a way out that they're not complicit in this shit and trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong what i know is i trust her at her word 
and her word is uh barack obama needs to show his motherfucking birth certificate you know her word is providing cover for all the shit donald trump does that's it and there's a lot of broke motherfuckers stuck in relationships that still found a way to get away from abusive people and shit like there's there's a lot of people who made that move and they don't have nearly the resources that melania trump has so if that's something that she's going through i would at least like to hear her say that before i start giving her the status of well she's just a victim and a cog and all this and there's no fucking way she could possibly be down with this shit because there's a lot of people that people want to assume ain't down with this shit that are you know i actually had to unfriend this woman uh she's a podcaster and she was having this long rant on her you know facebook always drive you straight to the drama this is long ass rant about how she was giving trump a chance and of course she was a white woman of course and of course you know she got a boyfriend that supports trump and shit like that like yeah okay uh, uh, you can give him a chance because you can afford to yeah not me you know and she was saying people were making her out to be treating her like a rapist because she said i'm like first of all a rapist though for real people people treating you like bill cosby now because you say give him a chance or did people just say that is fucked up and that's a privileged thing to say right you know she went through all her bonafides like i'll be marching and i'll be doing this shit it's like nigga none of that matters yep you know what i mean i just unfriended her man because i was like none of that shit matters dog like you can go through a whole fucking resume you are allowing him to have a chance quote unquote whichever the fuck that means right what what does that mean he's the president he has a republican congress he has a republican senate he's gonna have a republican supreme court what fucking chance do i deserve to give him what chance does he earn from my black ass what chance does he earn from women in general what chance does he earn from muslims what chance does he earn from immigrants he told you what the fuck he want to do right he ran on racism and he got voted in on that it's like people with this this quasi faux fake deep bullshit where they're like i'm gonna give him a chance like you ain't better than nobody with that fake zen bullshit you just don't think his shit will affect you and you're gonna give him a chance until the shit does affect you just like y'all motherfuckers came out in march this weekend because it finally got to your doorstep and you actually most of you still don't give a fuck yeah and for the vast majority you just wanted to come out and be like i didn't vote for him now to go back to my trump voting man and my and, 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 and live under that coverage or that privilege i don't give a fuck about that shit man so no i don't fucking i'm not taking no fucking i'm not giving no cover for melania trump's ass and her racism uh and and by saying she's being put up to it no i don't think she's been put up to it she believes it too and she's a grown-ass woman she can make a decision and be like i ain't doing that shit right i mean donald trump been left by women before y'all i mean he had all his baby mamas at the motherfucking inauguration so uh seem like you got a choice if you want to not fuck with this nigga ain't you ain't trapped there for life she's there and that speaks more volumes than any of the shit people are making up about her because she frowned for a second during a six-hour tv special uh, the uh, fuck uh, out of uh, here uh, people sound oh people always rushing to give white women a pass man like y'all don't get tired of that shit but, 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 but she must be a prisoner mm-hmm. okay all right so you gotta wait for her to call you nigga you gotta wait for her not to shake your hand y'all sound like chris crochet crochet michelle uh trump advances uh controversial oil pipelines with executive action yeah, them people out there getting water holes and all that shit. I think some people are gonna die now. Yes, sir. 
the, the, because the, you gave them the right now since because they're gonna be like we got we're gonna build this he's passed his executive order they're gonna stop putting pulling out them bullets and actually start harming people even the fucking um even the fucking shit under obama where it would be fucked up and they would do shit to protests and stuff and you'd be like yo this is fucked up this is legal this is all that i feel like it's gonna be worse than that because now they have a, pre- a president that's gonna be like yeah uh fuck them up i'm the law and order president it'll make me look like i'm not tough if y'all not fucking them up and with the prophets uh they're they gonna kill some people they shot somebody already out there like a woman lost her eye i can't remember they shot her with like quote unquote those you know safe ammunition rounds anyway mm-hmm. it shot her yeah they're gonna fuck more people up uh trump just reinstated the mexico city abortion rule uh and raw story is gonna tell us what that means um he reinstated the mexican mexico city abortion rule on monday which was rescinded by former president barack obama nearly eight years ago though trump uh has been has had controversial clashes with mexico over his border wall policy this executive order actually has nothing to do with mexico despite its name it also is also not unique to trump it's a policy that gets rescinded or reinstated every time the presidency switches from democrat to republican or vice versa it requires foreign non-governmental organizations to not provide or promote abortion services if they receive funds from the u.s government specifically the funds will come from the united states agency of international development and abortion cannot be presented as a method of family planning promoting abortion services includes work such as counseling for women that includes language on abortions the policy was named for mexico city because it was announced at the united nations international conference on the population in that location it was signed into law by former president ronald reagan went into effect in 1985 the policy stayed in effect till 93 when bill clinton rescinded it since then it's been reinstated by every republican president and rescinded by every democratic president within the first few years in office obama rescinded it exactly eight years ago january 23rd 2009 uh obama's statement when he repealed the policy rated part is clear that the provisions of the mexico city policy are unnecessary unnecessarily broad and unwarranted under current law for the past eight years they have undermined efforts to promote safe and effective voluntary family planning in developing countries for these reasons it is right for us to rescind this policy and restore critical efforts to protect and empower women and promote global economic development uh trump just said rape uh said abortion bad bar fire and that was it actually he doesn't have a statement ah he just said do i sign here that's what he said uh, you know it uh so yeah he reinstated that shit uh what else happened oh his white house is opening briefings to non-washington media media uh so basically he's gonna have four different skype associates that can skype into the white house during these uh media events gonna be called skype seats this seems like a revolutionary 2017 idea something that i'm almost surprised the president didn't do uh president barack obama because uh, it seems very futuristic here's the problem bet them seats going to uh, bright park blaze.com russia huh. <laughs> russia <laughs> well yeah they're gonna be going you know they're gonna glad i'm in putin gonna face gonna pop up you know you get to pick who's there who you gonna pick dog right uh republicans propose giving u.s state option to keep obamacare so different states they propose a 
uh basically allow to allow obamacare to stay in place but your state will have to pick to opt into it or not which would basically be suicide for so many states because mm-hmm. so many states what are do you like- mean suicide i'm saying what if they voted in that's just you just you just now you just lied and said you repealed obamacare and you didn't because what the states that needed the most gonna be like yeah we're gonna stay in i mean we got rid of the pre- black president and that's the thing that mattered if they do some might opt out yeah we'll see about that but yeah maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll opt out but I, I think their solution was we're repealing it period it's gone now it's like or you can keep it right because so many people own it right and not just own it they need it yes they do because it's good regardless of people complaining about them premiums and all that shit it's better than what the fuck happens to most people which is you get sick you go bankrupt you're out of a job you're out of everything your whole life is upended this is where you will be paying some money but at least your ass will be alive and you won't be bankrupt you know that's that's basically what they're offering you um anyway um now to the other white people news why you should be adding sugar to your shampoo experts reveals the mixing in the sweet granules will give you the best locks of your life what yep francesco fusca dermatologist at wexler dermatology believes that adding sugar to your shampoo could leave you with cleaner healthier hair speaking to marie claire she explained that adding a tablespoon of sugar to your regular shampoo will gently exfoliate your scalp she explained not only are you removing all the gunk more efficiently but nixing dead skin cells allow conditioners to penetrate efficiently so you're getting a deeper clean and better moisture all at the same time you got bees attacking you and shit all that sweetness floating around in your hair the expert recommends combining the sugar granules with moisturizing shampoo and only using it around every four washes to save over exfoliation speaking to the mail online hero miyoshi hairstylist and owner of hero miyoshi hair and beauty salon in mayfair said our scouts are just as important as our hair itself it's not even if not even more important hmm. Mm-hmm. so it so it's like your face when you do your face when i use a sugar scrub on my face mm-hmm. well if that's the case it probably does promote good uh better hair growth adding a spoonful of sugar will gently exfoliate your scalp whilst shampooing removing any dead skin cells or buildup of dirt which also enables you to really cleanse your scalp and prevent against oily roots and promote healthier hair just a spoonful is needed and dissolves leaving no residue scalp is also skin so needs to be exfoliated often just like we do with our faces hmm, so you I were right i know because i know i, I use the uh i'm gave me the sugar scrub that shit is the best thing ever oh i love it and so if it's anything like that because i never really thought about uh your head but uh yeah because you're i mean because you can scratch it you know but it's in between you scratching it and you actually exfoliating which i never thought would have thought about that Mm-hmm. so now you guys know hmm. <clears throat> just be smart you get too much around you have ants so be smart when you do it. be sure you do it in the shower Mm-hmm. well i don't think you're supposed to do it by yourself <laughs> <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow wants you to put an egg in your vagina. Sugar in the hair, eggs in vagina. What are we making? Some potato salad? What the fuck? Uh, <clears throat> yep. 
when a patro is trying to sell you an egg you insert it to your vagina even as doctors warn women not to buy it her infamous lifestyle site recently interviewed the beauty guru healer shiva rose for an article called better sex j eggs for your yoni uh rose as an actress uh who has a line is an actress who has a line of natural skincare products described the supposed muscle benefits of inserting an egg-shaped jade stone into your body saying the practice has roots in chinese royalty and concubines in addition to claiming that egg balanced out her hormones she said it also made her whole cycle much much more regular she even feels people are more attracted to you when you're carrying one rose speaks of the jade egg with such fervor and passion you might stop rolling your eyes long enough to actually consider paying 55 to 66 dollars for one of your own Shit. man you better hard boil an egg and um Mm-mm. put that in that in that snatch uh-huh. no what the fuck wrong with you Goddamn damn egg they have equipment for this like like shit you can buy <laughs> that's like officially made for this what happened if it gets stuck and you can't get that shit out? Mm-mm. Happy you crack it. Man, you Eggshells cutting you up. Get out of here. Man, you better take that Mr. Potato Head legs off and put it up in that, in that Yanni. I don't know what y'all paying all this money for. You better put some Legos together and slide it up in that coos. Come on now. Y'all out here just giving your money away uh <laughs> she said um i guess it's coming out of one vagina to go into another one then i guess i don't know i don't know if you trade them because don't chicken lay eggs chicken yeah ch- but it's not a real egg it's a j-style uh she says um <laughs> she says uh she encourages you to recharge it in the full moon just the way you would a crystal <laughs> what is this Steven Universe? What the fuck? A crystal gem? What's happening here? Wrap the elegant silk, store it on an altar. It should take a sacred place in your life and describes a pre-egg insertion ritual. We could make it. We couldn't make it if we tried. I place it on a beautiful piece of fabric, light a candle, maybe even burn some sage. She said, for my ritual, I imagine pure light flowing through me between me and the egg. But despite the fact that you can't buy one of the eggs right now, they're currently sold out. What? White people, come on, man. Y'all made this shit sold out? Come, that, that is trash. Uh, so it's try it's sold out on both Goop and Rose's website. You also just shouldn't. Doctors were quick to say women really shouldn't use jade eggs, just as they were quick to speak out when Paltrow Bazali recommended vaginal steaming. There is no evidence at all to suggest that jade eggs may help and it carries potential harms, including vaginal infection and trauma. Um, yeah, you're getting a car wreck with a stone in your vagina. Who knows what's going to happen? I cannot think of a single reason why inserting a large, heavy stone object into a vagina would improve one's sex life, said, a, said Dr. Marla they, Isabel Rodriguez. They have shit that's actually designed for the vagina that can strengthen the vagina what, what, what the fuck she also said it, it encourages such a practice per, encouraging such a practice perpetuates the idea that there is something inherently wrong with women's reproductive o- organs as baseline and that they need to be cleansed or balanced furthermore she reminded us of how intuitive our bodies are on their own without help of a stone or celebrity right your body actually cleanses and cleans itself on its own accord that's what it does 
I guess you I'm. Not know how the body works. Guess I'm taking your birthday present back. <laughs> I, I bought a, a, a smooth dozen veggie eggs. Mm-mm. Fifty-five dollars a pop. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bounce some shits on the floor. You gonna be able to shoot tennis balls across the room? Ha <laughs> You're done, Karen. With veggie eggs. Mm-mm. Somebody asked for one. I say, no, my brother. You got to get your own. Uh, <laughs> Pop one of them out. like, where the white women at? <laughs> and only people buying them. Vaggie eggs. Come on, guys. Waste your money. Sugar in the hair. Eggs in the vagina. Nah, nah. The sugar in the hair, that's logical. Mm-hmm. But I ain't not putting no shit in my vagina like that. Because mm-hmm. I understand your, your scalp um, exfoliation for your head. Okay. I'm, I, that's reasonable. But no, not no stone. I guess I can't convince you of my ass dumplings because I have a whole line of ass dumplings I'm going to be promoting. Stretch that booty hole out. You keep them ass dumplings to yourself. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to uh, guest race. Oh, so what the hell wrong with you? <laughs> Not about me. You need a timeout. Let's talk horse or guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show going across our podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen in the chat room, to guess the race. And they're all racist. All right uh guess the race brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor buns check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt today get your first month free that's getbevel.com slash tbgwt uh like i said it works great karen used it it was easy and you know she came came out the out the bathroom smelling and being very happy. Mm, I even had to ask him for shaving tips. I don't know if anybody else had to, mm-hmm. but he had to help me out a little you bit. You want to shave with the grain, okay, guys? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good. It works for everybody that got coarse curly hair. It does. Skin. Works with the bell. So make sure you guys do it because you know you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. New year, new me. All right, let's get to that. Let's get that uh, Black History Month glow up going. All right. Let's get into this racism. A man choked his mother until she blacked out and said he hoped she died after she changed the channel on TV. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Mm, white. Are <laughs> uh, you going white already? Apparently she forgot her station in life. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> a 42-year-old Pennsylvania man has been arrested after police say he brutally beat his elderly mother and choked her to the point of unconsciousness for changing the TV channel. I won't see. I wonder what he's watching. <laughs> oh. Mom, you know I love Steven Universe. <laughs> Teen Titans is on. Uh, David Cantrell was jailed on assault and harassment charges after the argument on Sunday night at their home. Um, police say Cantrell punched his mother in the mouth, lifted her up, and then body slammed her to the floor. God damn! Mm-hmm. She definitely hit his buttons. Ha 
um <laughs> uh the son also allegedly choked the 69 year old woman till she lost consciousness saying i hope you die mm. when the <laughs> you think the police gonna charge him with assault and two triple a batteries <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway she lost con- when she regained consciousness she ran to the neighbor's house for help police responded to the mother and son's residence at 8 30 the victim told the officer she thought her son was gonna kill her the responding cops observed the injuries on her neck the woman explained that she that her son david became enraged she switched the channel on the television station yeah i feel like knowing the station would really give y'all a, a big clue for the for the race but we don't know the station mm-hmm. uh it's like if it was bet everybody's gonna be like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh during contrails arraignment Cantrell's arraignment a judge set his bail at seventy five thousand dollars in order that he undergo a mental health evaluation uh Cantrell also uh has been prohibited from making contact with his mother or coming near her home he remained in northampton county jail on tuesday awaiting a preliminary hearing uh set february 3rd guess the race white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe you already asked them yes uh white belt in hidden mama's member of the caucus clan a black mama would have cracked his ass in the back of the head as soon as that nigga lunged white he was a he was in remote control oh white white black mama would have called him from upstairs to change the channel instead <laughs> uh charlotte just said seventy five thousand dollars that's not a race <laughs> uh he started calling her a bitch uh the age of four and that is what it escalated to white i thought we said baron was off limits white uh and ooh black i was watching that i was watching that mother white the correct answer is and most of you guys guess white and you're right some of you missed it though lately it's been moving slow so i'll see if i can put them on screen but i don't know if it's gonna show up or not yeah black woman by look i bought you in this world nigga i take you out she the fucked him up mm. yeah picking mm. me up and sn- yeah I he'd have been calling the police because honey she just she'd have lost it i agree if it was a black woman it would have been a really remote chance that that happened Uh, did it show up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he oh he just flat out overpowered her, and he, honey, he been he been cutting the food like that ever since he was small. He been cussing her out. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm trying to tell you right now, no ma'am. Mm-mm. Yeah, I always thought Talk that sideways if you want to, we gonna have problems. Yeah, well, I think everybody knows that when it comes to black mamas, uh, if you would have tried some shit with that remote control, she would have been like, uh. 
i pay the bills up in here who the fuck you think you is and all that shit right because you you at my house you know you can go the fuck home then and change your own goddamn channel yeah when it comes to the control of the remotes black mamas that's universal especially if you ain't paying for shit <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> it's a sickness i can't it's like we all did it together guys okay oh so we in this together now yep. <laughs> yep uh all right guys uh yeah if i would have said it was the remote to the little tv on top of the big one then it, that would have been a big clue <laughs> been like black uh all right we we gotta start wrapping this thing up uh let's go to the bonus round but i'm not gonna sing the song we're just gonna go to the bonus round okay Okay. and angered wait angered that her pregnant sister refused to return a weave a florida woman Ah! a florida woman allegedly pummeled her sibling according to cops who arrested the accused they arrested her on a felony battery charge uh police allege that ariana aisha reed 25 battered her sister tatiani 24 during a confrontation sunday afternoon at the victim's jacksonville apartment as detailed in the police report tatiani wait tatiani told investigators that reed had called her to demand a return of a hairpiece which reed had given her sister as a christmas present wait you loaned weave out for a christmas present i didn't know you could do that when tatiani refused to return the weave ariana came to the victim's apartment and confronted her tatiani again refused to give it to her because she had it on her head and didn't want to go to work without it on her head at that point the sisters began scuffling with reed attempting to snatch the weave off of tatiani's head reed then allegedly began raining punches down on her sisters who was a month into her pregnancy police noted that while tatiani appeared uninjured she said that she was very sore and was going to the hospital to get her and her unborn baby checked out during a police interview tatiani's five-year-old daughter said that reed came to the family's home and beat her mommy up oh mm-hmm. i am sick of hearing these bullshit superman stories about the wasa legendary bruce leroy catching bullets with his teeth <laughs> catches bullets with his teeth nigga please that's probably how the confrontation went ah uh-huh. mm-hmm. um you think that's how it went uh-huh. or you think it was more like it was more like this before you call me a cheap hoe worry about your daughter because you're the one who's having kids and don't know who the dad is who's the hoe now think it was like that oh my um so yeah she uh beat up her mommy reed told cops that a physical altercation occurred in the apartment but she could not remember the details reed said that she knew her sister was pregnant and told the cops she was also pregnant oh god Ah! oh god pray for the babies (laughs) in trump's america (laughs) the police report does not disclose why reed sought the return of the christmas weave the christmas weave that's not like encyclopedia brown and the case of the christmas weed yes! uh reed pictured above was charged with aggravated battery on a pregnant woman a felony 
following her arrest a cop noted reed became very uncooperative and yelled at the top of her lungs cursed me out and accused me of being racist reed was released from custody sunday after posting thirty five thousand dollar bond you had thirty five thousand dollar bond but you didn't want to go buy some more weed come on down come on buddy i know y'all both pregnant but maybe y'all just need to come to terms all right uh in 2009 reed was arrested on felony count for allegedly battering a pregnant woman damn <laughs> she a fucking pregnant? serial pregnant abuser <laughs> don't hang around her if you're pregnant she will fuck your ass up got the nerve to be carrying an extra life like i won't fuck you up and catch this charge that charge was reduced to a misdemeanor battery for which Reed played no contest. She was sentenced to probation, ordered to perform 100 hours community service, and attend anger management classes. After subsequently violating her probation term, she was sentenced to 20 days in county jail. All right, Karen, guess the race of Ariana Aisha Reed. Black. Black? You really going black? Okay, let's see what they think. Jesus. I don't know where you got that from. Uh, good luck trying to get that right let's see what they say uh uh da, da, da. did you get did you oh, okay yes. two hood rats and a black and a baby black oh come on oh one of the one who puts leather coats on layaway for 10 years oh not the 10 year leather coats oh Brunson coat factory paying ten dollars a, oh. a week oh three thousand dollars you never pay that bitch off it'd be so old you gotta make it seem like it's in style right You're oh like, y'all on that around. around no nigga i'm on these cross colors i never came off of this unbelievable black oh. battery over borrowed bundles black black woman patting her own weed between throwing punches black and shit i'm gambling on the okie doke white but the correct answer is black she was obviously black Some of you did. One of you guessed white. I don't know why. You must have just wanted to hear the boo sound effect. <laughs> All them clues. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know if it's shown in the chat, Karen. But uh, yeah, she was a black woman, guys, and it was not good. Uh, let's get into some uh, sword ratchetness. Um, Okay, I know sometimes it's a delay. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, it came up, went black, and went away. Ah. All right. All right. Ah. Ah. I'll keep it up while I go look for a sword story. Oh, no problem. And I'll try to put it back on screen here. Mm-hmm. Screen share. See if we can get it to work. Uh, you think that was a good case for weave detectives? Weave detectives? I don't know. Who, where we get weave detectives from? Off oh, in the last case, you know how uh, she got dick detectives, weave detectives. Oh, oh, you. Oh, from uh, Janelle James, yes. dick detectives. Weave detectives would be good. Oh, would be good. Shit. Okay, I see your screen. Where okay, you? all right. Let me put it, her back up real quick. That's her. 
Ah. Her hair like she already got weave in it. Mm-hmm. I guess she just like, fuck it, I need some. This weave ain't cutting it today. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Sad to see bundles come between sisters like that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Uh, let me find a sword story. A Redlands man denies slashing a man, another man with a sword. Oh, yep. A Redlands man denies attacking another man with a sword during a fight last week in North Redlands. Juan Diaz, 29, pleaded not guilty Friday in San Bernardino Superior Court to charges of assault with a deadly weapon. Court documents show he is expected to be back in court for a hearing January 24th. On January 11th, Redlands police officers were called, uh, to columbia street for a man who had been slashed on the elbow by a sword during a fight allegedly with diaz it's unclear what sparked the fight officers went to the block and detained diaz according to carl baker spokesman for the city of redlands investigators reportedly found a weapon in the home diaz was arrested and booked at central detention center in san bernardino and is being held in lieu of fifty thousand dollars bail there you guys go we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week also balls deep is tomorrow at 10 a.m for all the premium folks um and thursday night is when we're gonna be doing this is us uh this too much uh mm-hmm. and of course um yeah thank you for supporting thank you for being premium yes thank you for signing up uh we really appreciate that and i enjoy the tv also the new edition uh, yeah, series to starts tonight so much shit. stuff happening yeah. tonight so uh we'll be talking to you guys soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.